Hey, it's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is Wednesday. It is hump day. Ah, oh, we are in the mothership, which is Studio 22. We got all kind of pilots flying us into the nether regions today. We got the puppet master, Mark. We got Kayla Swift. We got Justin <laughs> Time. We got Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Herbert, the, peek out there, Candice, so everybody can see you. Look at, look at all this crew oh, we got there. going on here. We got producers, directors, co-producers. We got bosses. We got all kind of folks up in here. Boss Justin. I love it. Uh, over at the pub, we got Party Foul Steve and comedian Andrew Rose is back with us. I got to tell you guys, uh, I left him over there at the house, but Andrew's written some really good books. Uh, very dedicated person who decided to just write a joke a day, Natalie, and put it in a book. Mm-hmm. And they're the best dad jokes on the planet. Yeah. Appreciate that. Tell a couple of them. You got some on the top of your head? Give oh, me, give me yeah. one or two. I've, I've memorized enough of them. Uh, Let's do a joke. A joke? All right, yeah. Um, only 60% of people wash their hands after they use the restroom. It's true, and the other 40% are men. Steve <laughs> uh, Powell. Uh, put a can of Coke in water, it'll sink. Put a can of Diet Coke in water, it'll float. And if you put a can of PBR in water, it's still a terrible beer. Uh, <laughs> I love PBR, though. It's each their own. I, not, my, not my go-to. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really kind of bad. <laughs> Yeah, still a terrible beer. Look at this picture right here. Can't give me a wide shot. Look at young Glenn Beck. He looks so dapper. He almost looks like a member of the Communist Party, doesn't he? Doesn't he? I, I, this is these are the kind of things you find laying around Blaze Studios right here. Just an old oil painting that someone took the time to paint of Glenn Beck. It's probably Glenn Beck that painted this. If I had to guess, Glenn probably painted a picture of himself. These are the things that those of you who are listening to the show miss out on. You don't get to see uh, the, the fantastic features that we have on studio, in Studio 22. I was, when we did the show last weekend, I had several people who came up and said, never miss a show. And I made a reference to watching it. And they said, no, we've never watched it. We only listen to it. So shout out to the podcasters that are out yeah. there on the daily. Uh, Pretty interesting when people recognize you on your voice. They hear mm-hmm. you in Des Moines, Iowa, and they walk up to Party Foul Steve and say, you're on a podcast. <laughs> they did it at Billy Bob's Texas, too. Yeah. I haven't talked to you since the show, really. We haven't, you no, know, we haven't, de- to, we haven't um, what's that word? We, uh, debriefed each other. Decompressed. On, decompressed like or anything. It. So we yeah. hadn't, but that did happen um, because I was up there. He says, I thought it might be you because you were taking pictures and stuff like that. But as soon as I heard you speak, I knew it was you. I knew it was you. Yeah. Ah. The life of fame. Yeah. Face for radio. <laughs> the life of fame. I like doing radio, though. I, I mm-hmm. really enjoy doing radio. I, you know, I used to have a radio show, and I keep begging the blaze. In fact, let's start an email campaign. Glenn Beck <laughs> at glennbeck.com. <laughs> oh, the look of shock and fear on Candace's face when I said that. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a real email address. <laughs> Glenn well, at glennbeck.com. No. I bet it might get to him. I, I bet there's a way. Uh, we're going to come up with an email address, and it's going to be put Chad Prather on Blaze Radio. That, hmm. That's what it's going to do. They're going to be so pissed at me. <laughs> They're going to be so mad. I think I, need, uh, I think I need to add one more thing to everything I do. Right. Well, you know? knowing how successful you are on a podcast where people don't watch exactly. is a perfect example of why you should be on the radio. Exactly. Now, granted, you can't do radio around Blaze without also being on TV. 
they film it all mm-hmm. uh, except for Jeffy because damn uh, <laughs> <laughs> only so far we can go Jeffy Fisher uh, not everybody has a handsome face like Glenn Beck look at this guy right here oh and Glenn's got a fantastic new studio his radio show is going to be beautiful it's going to be fantastic it's going to be amazing it's going to be like that wall we're building on the southern border Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe we were being evicted from our home that we did not sell. That's what Deborah said when she learned she was the victim of a home title fraud, a devastating crime that can cost you your home. And title fraud is not covered by insurance or common identity theft services. The only folks to trust to protect your home's title is Home Title Lock. Cyber thieves discovered the titles to our homes. They, uh, to the homes that titles are online, they're kept online, people. They forge your name on the deed, stating you sold your home and refile as the new owner. And in Deborah's case, she didn't know she was a victim until the eviction notice arrived. Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect tampering, they mobilize to shut it down. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't even know it. Then use code CHAD for 30 free days of protection. That's code CHAD at HomeTitleLock.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Chad Prather Radio Program here on Blaze Media. I The RNC is going on. The Republican National Convention is happening and i just have to tell you after watching some of the democratic national convention <laughs> uh they're doing a fantastically better job at producing yes. this stuff there's uniformity to it there was a lot of confusion with the dnc like there's even sh- on their main stage with all those flags and you know from the states it was like being in a house of mm-hmm. mirrors there, there there was just a lot of I was actually going to ask Mark from a production standpoint what he thought. It was just basic editing that the DNC did not have. Yeah. It was just crazy, Mark. To be honest, I didn't see any of it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was better. Well, you saw the Billy Porter clip of the stop children. What's the sound? Everybody look what's going around. Boom, boom. I'll never understand that. No. Uh, just being done in front of a green screen. And then there was, um, um, what was it? The, uh, just the whole thing. It was like being in a, you know, you remember the fun house, the house of mirrors mm-hmm. you'd go into it with all those flags back behind them. Like it was some kind of, and then they were just doing the speech like to the cameras and to the press. Now the RNC is doing the same thing, but they just have a better, more uniform look. Everybody's doing it from the same podium, the same American stage. Flag. There's American flags everywhere. Mm-hmm. Charlie Kirk, our friend Charlie, did an excellent speech last night. Um, that we're going to get into some of those things. We're going to talk about our buddy uh, Elijah Schaefer. I, my buddy uh, Matt Price came to the show the other night. He's got, this is not an advertisement, but I, I do want to promote it. Um, he's got Knuckle Sammies. Y'all sell them at Texas Gun Experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've bought several from yep. you guys. He brought me a special uh, Trump 2020 pair. Of brass knuckles nice the other night look at those suckers right there he didn't bring party foul steve nothing well see that's because you're party foul steve the uh i love the case there knuckle sammy's yeah that's pretty cool stuff i mean he he just basically got a like a fishing lure case and put his thing on there but check those out those (laughs) 
Look at that right there. Trump 2020, baby. I told him, I said, you should have put Trump right here on the knuckles with an imprint. Knock the shit out of somebody, and there you go. <laughs> just leave that right on their face. Or just a 2020 <clears> on there. But anyway, I'm going to give these to, I'm going to have to give these to Elijah Schaefer, and I'll show you why later on. Our friend oh, yeah. uh, Elijah Schaefer, that hosts uh, Slightly Offensive on Blaze TV. Uh, I, I keep telling him, he already broke his ankle at the riot in Portland because he got hit by uh, a tear gas canister and then that they shot. And then he's gone to having guns pulled out on him uh, now. He was, I noticed that in his video earlier this week, he was wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. And guys, guys can be, people can be so stupid, Candace. They can be so dumb. Did you notice whatever? I know you're over there doing your thing, but I just had to say the name Candace every now and then. The, the, uh, <laughs> I, 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 people were like, I can't believe he's wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. He's undercover. Right. He, you go, here's what you do if you believe so strongly in the cause. You go report <laughs> on the riots and wear a Make America Great Again shirt out in the middle of that. And let's get back to your video of how it works out for you. I can't believe he's wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. Uh -huh. That's called undercover called, investigative journalism. <laughs> yeah, I mean, geez, Lord, why don't you put on some makeup? I'll drop you off at the gay club. I mean, what? I mean, you know. If these crazies are willing to rip a hat off a seven-year-old boy right. and run away right. in broad daylight, what do you think might happen to you at one of these you know it'd be bad it'd be i'll bad. tell you what it would be like these riots are what i imagine donald trump jr's and and kim guilfoyle's house being if they ever get into a domestic dispute it'd be loud a lot of screaming going yeah. on a lot of screaming can you it would be like world war three in there let me just give you a little sample here is donald trump jr from the rnc just the other night watch this after eight years of Obama and Biden's slow growth, Trump's policies have been like rocket fuel to the economy and especially to the middle class. Biden has promised to take that money back out of your pocket and keep it in the swamp. That makes sense, though, considering Joe Biden is basically the Loch Ness Monster of the swamp. Mm. For the past half century, he's been lurking around in there. He sticks his head up every now and then to run for president. Then he disappears and doesn't do much in between. So if you're looking for hope, look to the man who did what the failed Obama-Biden administration never could do and built the greatest economy our country has ever seen. And President Trump will do it again. We will be stronger than ever because when we put our mind to it, there is no obstacle that America can't surmount. Except there's a difference this time. In the past, both parties believed in the goodness of America. We agreed on where we wanted to go. We just disagreed on how to get there. This time, the other party is attacking the very principles on which our nation was founded. All right. So, DJ TJ, Loch Ness Monster mm -hmm. of the Swamp. All right. He's very cutting. He's very, he's very, he's, he's sharp-tongued, I'll put it that mm -hmm. way. But... He lives with this woman. Play the clip. His promise was to put America first, and he has. When President Trump cut middle-class taxes, putting tens of thousands of dollars back in the pockets of working-class Americans, that beacon began to flicker once again.
When President Trump commanded the defeat of ISIS, took out al-Baghdadi and Soleimani, and paved the way for peace in the Middle East, that beacon started to glow. When he negotiated historic trade deals with Canada, Mexico, Japan, and China, bringing back thousands of manufacturing jobs to America, that beacon shined bright once again for the world to see. All right, let's stop it right there. Let's kill it. Now, that's, uh, yeah. I've been around Kim Guilfoyle numerous times. I've heard her speak in conventions and rallies and things like that, and that's her, that's what she does. Uh, and then usually at the end of it, she starts everybody in a chant of USA, USA. So that's kind of her MO whenever she's speaking. Well, she's at, she, that's an empty room. <laughs> and it's almost like she's waiting. She's, you know how a lot of times when you give those kind of rally speeches, you're waiting for the applause break. <clears throat> you know, you're doing it until you get to that point. There's no applause break <laughs> in any of that. Yeah, we we watched it last night, and I appreciate the passion. I re- I think that gets fi- people fired up. I do too. Yes. <laughs> oh God's children! <laughs> Justin but, is uh, the best producer in the world. Oh, don't tell that to Mark. <laughs> Mark's okay. <laughs> pretty good. So <laughs> pretty so, good. <laughs> we're sitting there watching that, and at, <laughs> at one point, finally. My husband, who is really just very yeah, even kill, chill. chill, he finally was like, is she going to stay at a 10 the whole time? <laughs> like, the whole time? I said, I don't know. I, I guess so. Yeah. There could be some coaching opportunities there just to not start at a 10 and then decibel up from there. It was, it was kind of like um, back whenever, um, when Brett Kavanaugh, you know, whenever he was in his hearing. And I will tell you another thing. <laughs> I, my life has been ruined <laughs> by this evil <laughs> bitch <laughs> that can't clean her glasses. Remember that? When Kavanaugh was just like oh, way up here. Yeah. And like, it's like, bro, I mean, that case, you're, you're building it, bro. Ooh. But there's nowhere to build too. Yeah. That's kind of the way she was. Uh, anyway. Uh, but overall, let me tell you, uh, Monday night, they did, uh, Herschel Walker was amazing. Oh, yeah. Just in his Herschel kind of way. You know what I'm saying? And we've got the invitation out to Herschel to come on the show. We've, we've traded, 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 traded. We've talked back and forth. We just never can't coordinate it. Uh, he's a busy man. <laughs> a lot going on. But anyway, obviously, open invitation to Herschel Walker, and, and he'll come on eventually. Uh, he wants to. He says he wants to. So anyway, it was just great. I love it. He's like, he don't like it. They don't like it whenever he just runs over his opponents. Well, my opponents didn't like it when I ran over them too. <laughs> but he got the job done. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tim Scott was phenomenal. Yes. Probably the speech of the night uh, and Monday night. And so obviously the, tonight's Wednesday night. We're taping a day early. So we'll we'll be talking about Tuesday's mm-hmm. night as well. So. Uh, yeah, good stuff. And uh, Vernon Jones, my buddy Vernon from back in Georgia. I mean, he just roasted the the Democratic Party, and he's a Democrat. So. Did you see Catalina? Catalina. Catalina. Yeah. I saw her. I sent her a text. I said, "Oh, you look so." Her sister Madeline. It was great. They her did Ma- a great job. Sister Madeline. There was a gentleman. There, sorry, yeah, there was a gentleman there also who spoke, who talked about escaping Cuba. Fidel Castro, yeah, and talked about the lies and his. I'll tell you what, I don't know how you don't get teared up. Listen yeah. to hit the passion yeah. about 
the warning. I am an American. Yes. But I got teary-eyed. It was really good. Very passionate. Mm-hmm. You can always tell somebody, um, uh, Rafael Cruz is the same way, Ted Cruz's father. Mm. Very passionate because they've been broken. They've been through a lot of stuff, right? And so, uh, yeah, by and large, it, it's, it, you haven't had the snafus the D- DNC <laughs> has. Stop. Of, well, it just it not only that, but trying to do the Zoom calls where there's a delay and they can't do it. And, you know, I'm Joe Biden's husband. <laughs> what? You know, I mean, what do you BDI dude? Anyway, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because it is just don't put Trump back in. That's all anybody cares about. Just don't put Trump back in. Mm-hmm. Don't put Trump back in. Here's your soundbite, Candace. Don't put Trump back in office. If you do, it is the end of America as we know it. <laughs> if Trump doesn't go back into office, it's the end of America as we know That's it. Right. I can tell you that for sure. Um, yeah. They, I, I, I just think that when, when it's all said and done, you got to go with common sense. You got to go with intelligence. And I'm sorry. I mean, even Herschel Walker, who is an athlete, who's a guy who's mashed heads his entire life, has more intelligence than... Eva Mendez, or what, not Eva Mendez, but whatever. Longoria. Eva Longoria. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they just talk, and it's just like, what are y'all even talking about? Billie Eilish? I mean, we saw, you saw the episode the other night. Like, this girl's not awake, mm-hmm. but neither is Joe Biden. So there's that. Um, let's do, let's do, let's do. So there was the shooting, right? Yeah. There was the police shooting the other night. And let's play. This is a warning. It's graphic. We're actually going to show the shooting. So... Uh, just be forewarned of the content. Let's play that real quick. Wow. Horrible to watch. Loss of life. Um, he had a weapon, had a knife, and of course the police were following him around. It's not that hard to just do what the police tell you to do. And then, of course, he went into his car as though he was going after something else. He got shot, I think seven times in the back. Mm-hmm. Horrible. He'd already been tased. That didn't do the job because tasers oftentimes don't. Uh, it's a sad situation. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Loss of life is a sad situation, no matter who you are. I don't care if you, as our friends Diamond and Silk say, black, white, polka dot, or pinstripe, it's a sad situation. It is. And that's a bad deal. And so, that, you know, it comes out that he wasn't going after a gun. Apparently there was no gun in there, but police officers don't know that. They don't know that. So, I, you know, you'd love to look at something like that and say, I would have handled something differently and done something differently. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't, I can't put myself in those shoes to be able to, I mean, again, you're like, why don't you shoot the guy in the leg? Right. Bring him down. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm both sides on, on the thing. And that's not how they're trained. They're that's trained, not how they're right. trained. It is. You have to, and I've talked to many, many police officers. They're trained. You shut it down. Mm-hmm. You shut it down. Why do we know yet why he was walking away and Yeah, and I've read some of the to, stuff, but okay. it was it was, you know, again, we're a day from it now and I and, and this is 
fresh today while we're taping and and so we there's more things that are going to come out before this airs and mm -hmm. I, I, i'm hesitant to speak on a lot of that and i heard children witnessed it it's bad it was, i mean again it, i go back to you know and i have we have the defend the police shirts and people are like sure. i can't believe you promote that whenever all this and i'm like okay but i can post so many good stories about things that police officers are doing mm -hmm. that are out there just the other day you had a group of police officers there was a there was a, a, a black single mother with six kids domestic abuse they found out she didn't have any furniture those police officers got together and got her furniture mm -hmm. that happened in dallas just the other day uh and those aren't the stories that are promoted those aren't mm -hmm. the stories that are pushed so so yeah it's it's a sad situation and you hate to see that but listen to the cops okay we'll be right back Okay, so during the break, I was corrected on that. He's not dead. He was paralyzed on the waist down, right? All right, so there were, there were two shootings that actually happened right around the same time. And, uh, yeah, so anyway. I, that, I had a misunderstanding, Two different too. stories. A misunderstanding. So anyway. Steve and Candace set us straight. Fact checker. Yeah, they did. Fact checker. Party foul yes. Steve. Yeah, party foul Steve fact checker. That's, that's never been in his IMDB credits. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> he is man at bar. Yeah, I used he is, he's got an IMDb credit, man at bar. So that's good. <laughs> Shot um, seven times and and. But of course, when something like that happens, it sets off a wave of quote peaceful protests. No. Um, and I don't. And thank God the media keeps telling me about the their, their peaceful protest because the burning and the looting and the shooting and the and the killing and all that stuff that goes on. I would I would be totally confused. Otherwise, I, I just wouldn't understand any of that. Mm. Um. So Kenosha, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Let's uh, take a look at this video of the car lot that was vandalized right here. So they're just bashing windows because those cars, they man, they really did it to you, didn't they? Um, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. You list it. I don't know. Whatever. They're gonna go in there and start smashing up property. They're banging it with sticks and bats and everything. Banging on the windows. Um, so there you go with that. And then of course you got, um, the Kenosha, the, you got the national guard. Let's show that video driving by. There's the, that big old thing. I want that, Steve. I want that vehicle right there. there. That's a, and so there's what? a fire truck that's on fire. They lit that thing up. Mm. Um, Those people wouldn't even know the guy got shot. They don't watch the news. Well, it's just you've you've given them permission they're, to go out yeah, there and do exactly. They're not doing it because of a police shooting. They're yeah. doing it, but they whatever excuse they need to go burn and vandalize and yeah. stuff like that. It's a bad deal, man. Uh, it's it's this crazy world we're living in. Uh, and the thing is, I alluded to it before the break. There's good stories that are out there. There's good stories. Way more. Way way more. The people don't look for that. They're no. not. They don't sell. It doesn't fit the narrative, if right? If it bleeds, it leads. There you go. Yeah. So there is all of that stuff that's going on, and it's it's a bad deal. Um, but that's okay. We we've got other things to worry about, like coronavirus. Um, <laughs> we we still have fifteen days to flatten the curve, and five months later, here we are. You're looking really flat. <laughs> You're so. You think? You think? Don't poke them out. Oh, sorry. Good God Almighty. 
Oh, Candace, what am I going to do? Be professional. I know. But Biden has a plan. I want you guys to hear Biden's virus plan. You ready? Set, go. If I'm your president on day one, we'll implement the national strategy I've been laying out since March. We'll develop and deploy rapid tests with results available immediately. We'll make the medical supplies and protective equipment that our country needs and we'll make them here in America so we will never again be at the mercy of China or other foreign countries in order to protect our own people. We'll make sure our schools have the resources they need to be open, safe, and effective. We'll put politics aside. We'll oh. take the muzzle off our experts so the public gets the information they need and deserve. <coughs> Honest, unvarnished truth. They can handle it. We'll have a national mandate to wear masks, not as a burden, but as a patriotic duty to protect one another. In short, we'll do what we should have done from the very beginning. Our current president has failed in his most basic duty to the nation. He's failed to protect us. He's failed to protect America. And my fellow Americans, that is unforgivable. <laughs> Uncle Bunker Joe, day one. Uncle Un Bunker Joe's got a plan. He, unforgivable. You know, he started off there. His entire plan is what Trump has already done and is doing currently. Well, we're going to have PPE and we're going to have all the equipment. Uh, we're going to give it to you for free, by the way. If you mm -hmm. manufacture any of that stuff, you've got to give those masks away for free. Yeah. Don't forget, that's the Biden plan. Free 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 if education is free then everything else has to be free too because we're going to make it free if we're going to save lives then those testing kits forget how much research goes into doing all those things it's going to be free the vaccines of course will be free uh they were developed for free and the doctors work for free the scientists work for free dr mm -hmm. fauci works for free what am i saying free free it's all free cardi free. Free. concerts cardi are free. Be free uh the whole thing is just screwed up um, I mean, why hadn't he done this since uh, what 1973 that he's doing? Right. My thing is, here's what here's, and I said I get in trouble every time I say this, but I'm gonna say it again. I want a politician who gets up there and says, "I don't freaking know," <laughs> like I don't know, like what's gonna fix this? I don't know, because obviously we're in a shit show here, and nobody knows what the hell's going on. Uh, we're going to keep asking folks until hopefully somebody smarter than me can come up with it. But right now, I don't know. Uh, the Biden plan, well, we're not going to rely on China now that I've gotten a billion dollars for them and put it in my son Hunter's bank account. But uh, I don't know what we're going to do, right? I said that back when we were doing the debate. They were doing the debates back in 2016. I was like, I want somebody to get us up there and says, hell if I know. Because mm -hmm. they don't have the answers. The no. Biden plan, really, the Biden plan that I've been laying out since March 1st. I can't, I just, and look, I don't care that it's Joe Biden saying that. I would make fun of anybody that said something stupid like that. Did his plan include, since it was, since, since it was don't beginning Don't you go make it sense, 1st, Natalie. <laughs> don't you try that common sense crap with me. Because he was, the, they were the ones saying not to shut down the country to let all these planes it in it was racist so was that part of his plan too because if that's the case he would have killed way more way more people way more Chinese and that Genevous. is unforgivable Jane virus Jane build a wall Jane 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 mm -hmm. 
Shut down that China travel. <laughs> That's racist. Fat. Look here, man. Look here, Jack. Listen, man. Then he came out the other day and said, okay, I was wrong for saying if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> really? And then they just sweep it under the rug yep. like it never got said. Mm-hmm. I love it when children jump in my lap. I can't get enough of it. I can't get it. Corn Pop was a bad dude. He ran a gang of bad boys. Had chains. <laughs> he used to take the knives and beat them on the curb, you know, and put them in a rain barrel and rust them up. That's it. Yeah. So I took about a six foot length of chain. I wrapped it around my arm and I went out there and I said, hey, I shouldn't have called Jester Williams. I'm sorry I did that. But I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. <laughs> I can't get enough. How of did it. this thug get elected to be in Joe Washington, Biden, D.C.? Joe Biden, man, he's hardcore. No kidding. When I see Joe Biden, I think thug. Yeah. That's... I think hardcore. I'm, re- I'm waiting on him to start busting rhymes and shit. I'm you know, still waiting like, for my corn pop t-shirt. I'm a menace, a dentist, an old hygienist. Open your mm. mouth for about four or five minutes. Take a little bit of this floor. I run swish and don't spit it. Yeah. That's kind of what I expect oh. to come out of Joe Biden's mouth. You know, they rub my, the hair, the, 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 the hairs on my leg. They get, they, they turn, they, 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 they turn blonde <laughs> in the sun, real blonde in the sun. And the kids, they, they, they rub my leg hairs down in the pool and watch them pop back up. I've watched those videos a time or two. Just a time or two. <laughs> I can't stand it, dude. I just love making fun of people. Hey, it's Jaina. Mm-hmm. It's Jaina. Well, hurts. and his BFF all up in Chinatown. Everybody, yeah. come on. Just come on yeah. down. Pelosi, real quick, real quick. We got just enough time for this video. Look at the air hug. Watch this. <laughs> There's Kamala. Oh, my God. Joe Biden came out. And there's Joe. Oh, we're hugging. From from six feet distance, there it is. Uh, let's wave. It got real awkward when Joe's like, I don't know where I am, but I'm gonna see that. You see, kind of the Hall of Mirrors like thing with all the flags and the states going back. Like it's like they're in some big deep thing. And then I love how surprised they look whenever someone comes out. Like Jill comes out and he's like, Oh shit, what are you doing here? Ah. And then here comes Kamala's husband. Uh, and there, this is so awkward. There's no hugging. There's no kissing. There's no. Oh, you did such a fantastic. You know they hugged oh, backstage and yeah, kissed yeah, and shook fi- hands. They finally give a little smooch. Like, oh my God, there's Jill Biden right over there. I haven't seen Jill in ages. Welcome to the cocktail party. Um, you <laughs> Biden's know, like, here's Jill's my sister. Like, oh well, there you are. We were just standing backstage together, but hi, I want to wave at you. And who are they waving at right there? They're waving at. I mean, what? Who the hell are you waving at? There's, there's no nobody there. in the room but reporters. It's awkward. You know, Joe's trying to sniff her from across the room. <laughs> That's why they couldn't hug. Did y'all meet my sister? Joe and his sister. Y'all be hang tight. We'll be right back. Uh, Let's air hug. Air hug. There it is. And I'm going to wave at Candace because I haven't seen her. I haven't seen Justin. I haven't seen Mark. I haven't seen Kayla. Kayla's hiding over there. I haven't seen her. Just waving. Everybody wave. Everybody wave. Oh, and then, and then to the crowd. Do it to everybody that's out there. Oh, you got to do the big wave because you want to wave to the back of the room. Way back <laughs> in the top of the Coliseum. Always project to the back of the room. Oh, my God. There's, there's the Wisconsin delegates there. 
up there somewhere. Now everyone should smell their oh. microphone. Smell it. It's fantastic. Huh. <sighs> huh. And you got to put your hands on it like this and pull mm. it in. Oh. oh. That's the Biden plan right there. Just Justin, if in. you don't vote for, vote for Biden, you, gotta, you, you ain't get black. Twitter bird. Come here, Twitter bird. Twitter bird. There it is. You got to you gotta touch Twitter bird ever so softly. That's awkward. And grab him by the head. And nope, that's gross. Oh, Twitter bird. <laughs> what do you think, Twitter bird? Do you? Yeah? That's fantastic. Oh, Twitter bird. Go back over here, Twitter bird. Oh. You said grab him by the... I was like, oh, gosh. Grab him by the Twitter bird. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to grab you by the Twitter bird. Oh. <laughs> Let's go back to the riots. Um, <clears throat> our friend... Uh, <laughs> in future dead man walking, Elijah <laughs> Schaefer, host of a slightly offensive on Blaze TV. I I went to dinner last week with Elijah, and I'm like, bro, you're gonna straight up get killed. You gotta be careful. But he lives for it, man. He just knows how to do it. He knows how to get in there, get the video. And I love when I say, hey, do you people know who you guys know who Elijah Schaefer is? And they're like, mm, I don't, I don't think I know him. And I'm like, you've seen such and such video. And they're like, oh. He's always in national news because of this, this footage that he's catching <coughs> out there on his iPhone. So I'm going to give you a little voiceover here. Here's Elijah. Elijah's out in the streets. Watch this. And homeboy pulls a gun on him, oh. put it in his face. Elijah, put the gun in his face. Oh, gosh. Elijah, run. What's the audio? Do we have audio? No, on? I don't have audio of that. But Elijah, you got to get out of there, buddy. Oh, I got to call Kez on the phone, Elijah's wife. Tell her we'll take care of her when Elijah doesn't come home from Kenosha. Do they know who he is at that point, or is he wearing his BLM shirt? And I don't know. And this guy's just I don't know. Posturing. Okay. Bad deal. Uh, and then uh, here's Elijah at the car lot. Let's play this thing. Welcome to Kenosha. This is the aftermath in Wisconsin of what's happening. And if you look inside the cars that were on fire last night, they are melted down to the frame. I mean, the engines themselves, I mean, look at this is a, what appears to be a, a Jeep. Tires completely melted. Some of these cars you can recognize like a Mini Cooper. You have all of these vehicles. Some of them are unrecognizable. It's insane. And you'll notice right here, look at that. Down to the wire, down to the wire. And when you go to the business itself, Right? This is something they won't show you on the news. Look at the business. Completely ransacked. Imagine this is, this is, your, this is someone's life. And I know what many of you are thinking. You're thinking, well, that's um, insurance will cover that. It won't. <laughs> Most insurance policies for property and casualty and stuff like that does not cover civil unrest. Really? Yeah. So you think that, that, that I mean that's that's loss, that's major oh major loss wow. right there. Um, you you that's a bad deal. So be careful, Elijah. <laughs> Man, I love you, buddy. Come on home. We'll play some more Mario Kart. I go over to Elijah's house. We play Mario Kart. It's really sad because most likely because of the neighborhood where that's at, it's probably a black owned business, mm. and you're just destroying yeah. your own. You know. Your own neighborhood. Well, you know, Elijah, he was the other day, he was outside Lori Lightfoot's, uh, of course, the mayor of Chicago, outside Lori Lightfoot's house, and they were just doing a on-the-street 
shot and and doing some um toss you know some some just doing some news talking mm-hmm. casting <laughs> whatever news people do they were casting the, the news mm-hmm. they were just kind of on the scene out in front of the mayor's house and of course her personal security off-duty law enforcement i would assume coming up and they were saying what are you doing here you can't be here you can't do this you know you're getting close to the house and it's like yeah yeah i can I can. Yeah. She's just the mayor. She's this isn't the president of the United States. I mean, I I can get close to my mayor's house. I know where he lives. Mm-hmm. You know, my mayor can get close to my house. He knows where I live. So you know, they're just out there doing that. But it's kind of interesting to see how that went down. And so Elijah's commentary of saying, "Hey, we're journalists. We're not out here showing anybody's addresses or anything else. We're just talking on a, a public street." But free press is dead. Free press is dead. Press is dead. Journalism's dead. Journalistic objectivity is dead. I mean, that, and he's right. What he just said on that, on that video right there, these are things they won't show you. Mm-hmm. They're not going to show you inside the business. They're not going to show you all these cars. They're not going to talk about the fact that civil unrest isn't covered by your property insurance. Um, these are the kind of things. I'll tell you this. Uh, they started showing some stuff going on in Colorado and, and John Tegan, who is our buddy, John, of course, survived the 13 hours of Benghazi. He said, uh, all right, I'm telling you guys to show up at 1900 hours. And, you know, he lives in the Colorado Springs area. And he said, bring uh, battle dress and bring walking around gear, battle gear and you're going to keep pushing, folks. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit the wrong neighborhood. And let me tell you, I've said this over and over again. I don't advocate for any violence. I don't. I never will. Uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very uh, much a peacemaker in that regard. For somebody that creates a lot of chaos in his own life, <laughs> I, try, I really am a peacemaker. But I will tell you, you're going to go to the wrong neighborhood one time. You're going to go to the wrong area. And it won't be a place that calls the police. And it won't be a place where your body's ever found again. I'm just telling you. There's some there's some folks out there that ain't gonna play your game. They're not gonna play your game. And well, they're just defending what is theirs. Yeah, and and you will disappear. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to do that in Kenosha, I've said it over and over. Every week we can list another city. You want to do mm-hmm. that? Um, th- this is not this is not bringing. And the bad thing about it is, I've seen footage. You know, you've seen it over and over again. But there was somebody that was very clearly in a ski mask. With their white skin was showing, and they're and they're uh, busting out glass of businesses in the name of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the whole thing is just it's you're bringing no attention to the real cause. You're bringing no money. This you know the the whole thing. You're not helping anybody in the black community. You're not doing any of that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's a damn shame that this is going on. I understand that there are legitimate people out there with legitimate complaints and legitimate frustrations, but that's not what that is. That is a bunch of pagans out there acting like fools, tearing people's shit up. Do you wish President Trump or big government would step in and take and shut all this down? <sighs> it's a loaded question you just I asked. Know. If the local government would take care of it, you wouldn't have the government wouldn't not. have to like, exactly these, they, right these, they, that should never have to be an option to have big government step in local government has to be done locally well if you want the right of your state and you want the governor to be the governor the governor of your state if you want to be self-governed then 
See, here's the thing, and I alluded to this in the other day's show. If, if someone stops my car, if I'm driving through an area and there's a protest, quote, protest going on, and someone stops my car, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Let them pull me out and beat the hell out of me? Do I keep driving through them? Do I shoot them in the face? What do I do? Because if I resort to any form of violence, guess who's going to prison? I am. Mm-hmm. Now, if I truly believe in autonomous self-government, I have the right to defend myself. I have that right to self-defense. But we're living in a day where you are guilty until proven innocent. And, you know, it's going to come out. Your life is ruined regardless of what happens. I mean, regardless of what happens, your life is ruined now because you defended yourself. So do I want the government to step in? We should never have to get to that point. I should be able to protect my own property. I should be able to have my rights uh, to defend myself. If it comes to a point where the government has to step in, that's fine. For the federal government to step in, that gets real, real sticky when it comes to the state's rights and and the autonomy of, of state government. So it's a loaded question. So I guess, no, I don't want okay. Trump to step into that. I don't want the federal government to step into that. I want people to handle their business, handle their business. Because if you come to my business, I promise you, you're going to be met with force. All right. That's just a fact. We'll be right back. Andrew, you got you got shows coming up. You guys, you, you are you just making it up as you go along at this point? Uh, kind of making it up uh, a little bit, just trying to figure out you know what's next. Actually, I do have a show uh, this Thursday at the Bricktown Comedy Club, um, Oklahoma uh, City. Yep, uh, in Oklahoma City, uh, seven o'clock sh- or eight o'clock show, seven thirty. Uh, Where can people get your books? Uh, Arosecomedy dot com forward slash dad. And uh, it's Arrows all linked comedy. to Amazon, so uh, cool. you just click on the book; it'll take you to Amazon, and uh, it's you know two day shipping, all that fun stuff. Party foul! Where are we going this week? Where are we going? Cincinnati. Liberty Cincinnati. Township. Liberty Township. Liberty Township. Ohio. Between since somebody said, "Where is that in Ohio?" It's between Cincinnati and Dayton. Yeah, it's kind of. I guess it would be sweet north, little community northeast of Cincinnati and northeast of Cincy, kind of right. southwest of. Yeah. So who knows? Um, yeah, we'll be in Liberty Township. We've got all kind of announcements that are different shows that are be coming out. So make sure you go to watchchad.com. You know what's there? All the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. You can get links to the podcast. You can get links to the store. You can check out tour dates, all kind of stuff. You need to sign up for Blaze TV and get everything. You talk about Elijah Schaefer. You want to check out all of Elijah's content. Don't worry about YouTube and all those guys. Get Blaze TV, and you can watch Slightly Offensive. It's unedited. It is unadulterated. It is straight-up stuff. You want to see what's going out in these streets, going on out in these streets, watch Elijah's content. You can get that on blazetv.com. You can use slash Chad. That gives me the credit. Then they get it gives me some value. Don't forget Glenn Beck at Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck, Dot Glenn Beck. If you want to send Dot Glenn Beck a message and say, I think Chad Prather needs something else to do every week. He needs a radio (laughs) show. I don't think I'm serious about that. I am on a little bitty social media hiatus. Uh, I am not scrolling through Mm -hmm. the comments. I am. I might make a post, but I'm not scrolling because I'm sick of you. I'm glad. (laughs) So you're staying off Twitter too? No, I, I'm uh, tweeting maybe once or twice a day. I'll tweet the podcast. I'll tweet. I'll retweet some things. Uh, but 
for the most part, yeah. It's and just I saw you on Parlor. Yeah, Parlor's, Parlor's a different story. Yeah. Parlor's an echo chamber. You can follow me on Parlor at Watch Chad. People mm-hmm. always say, you need to get on Parlor. I'm on there. 62,000 followers. Let's get on it up to 100. Woo! Yeah, it's child's play. I love y'all. I want you to have a great week. We're going to come back tomorrow night, Thursday, and we'll be with you. We love you. God bless. We'll talk to you then. Bye.